Hello everyone, my name is Dylan Yates and not with me today is James Noble since he was actually busy today. This is PFP. Here's a snippet of an interview with head coach Tyrone Young Jr. after the Panthers won 13-10 against ODU for the first time in, well, ever. Sorry for the technical difficulty in this episode. My mic was actually muted, so I might sound like I'm in a barrel. Thanks for tuning in to your PFP. Hey, I'm with uh, Coach Young. We just had a homecoming win. Final score, 13-10. Coach, tell me what your what was going through your head on the on the last six minutes there. Man, uh, find a way, find a way to win. Our defense played amazing all night. They kept us together. They kept us in the game. I mean, to hold that team to 10 points, they saved our butts all night long. Um, and, and when we got the ball back, and it was a 99-yard drive. We were just going to try to flip the field. Uh, we got some first downs, flipped the field, got some playing our defense. Man, shout out to Coach Frey. He had them boys ready all week. Um, not the best of performance by us on offense, but hey, it's a team game. So. Hey, you say that a team game. You kept on pointing at your hat. What does your hat say, Coach? Hey, my hat says culture matters. That's it. Hey, culture thank you matters. so much. Good win, Coach Young. September 25th, 2010, Kentucky Wesleyan hosted Alma at home where they won 49-28 to improve 3-1. That was 13 years ago. Fast forward 13 years. And your Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers are now 3-1 again. The Panthers offense put together an 89-yard drive at the beginning of the second quarter where Christian found the end zone to make the game 7-6. Other than letting a first-half touchdown and field goal in, the Panther defense held strong all game, not allowing another score for not only the rest of the half, but the rest of the game as well. In the third quarter, our defense was able to stand tall and get a huge back-to-back turnovers, uh, them being featured by Najee Watson. Interception by him, and then a forced fumble by Jacoby North, recovered by Watson as well. Within four minutes left of the game in the fourth, Christian and the offense marched down the field on fourth and one with 35 seconds left. Christian hit Camden Williams for the touchdown and called game. Ohio Dominican's defense had 35 seconds left, but the defense stood tall. And a James Noble sack, shout out my co-host who's not here today, and your Panthers won 13 to 10. Today we got two very special guests with us today. One of those being Aiden Hooper, who went into the game whenever he saw Krishna go down for a play and went in faster than Coach Young could even say his name. We also have Mason Keel, who is a backup linebacker here. Uh, someone that I've known pretty closely here, and I, we're both sophomores now and everything like that. So how are y'all doing today? Good. Doing good, doing good. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask Aiden first and Mason. Uh, so, kind of tell me about where you're from. Uh, I know you're a Tennessee guy and everything, but mm. like, what part of the state and how was there uh, growing up? So, I don't, I don't lived in a lot of places. I was born in Nashville, Tennessee, and I moved to Franklin, Tennessee, and then I moved to California, and then back to Franklin, Tennessee. But around the Nashville area, Middle Tennessee area, I went to high school in Murfreesboro. So, I got you. I got you. Now, what was a uh, what was kind of football for you growing up, especially moving all those different places like that? So how was that growing up? Um, so my parents didn't let me play tackle football until I was in middle school. So up until I was like about 13, something like that, I never even put pads on. Like I didn't even know what that was like. So um, I went to four di- or three different high schools, um, played at three different high schools, started since my sophomore year. Um, and, yeah, I've just switched to a lot of schools. I got you, I got you. Now, Mason, you're also a Tennessee guy, right? Also so a Tennessee of, guy. So tell us about that. Tell us about kind of where you're from and how football was growing up for you. So for me, I'm from, like, uh, the Chattanooga area, but a uh, small town, Jasper, Tennessee. I uh, started playing football when I was in fifth grade and played through middle school up into high school. But coming from that small town, definitely uh, the competition's not quite as good as, obviously, college. But, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun playing and just had a lot of close connections through the... So now we can kind of get into um, 
high school, it's senior or junior year, and uh, you guys decide you want to play college football. So what was the decision, especially y'all be both being out of state, to come to Kentucky Wesleyan? Um, for me, I finished high school with about 19 or 20 offers. Um, I took a couple visits, and I just felt like none of the coaching staffs were as involved with my recruitment as Kentucky Wesleyan was. Like, the coaching staff was on a phone call basis with me every single day, texting me every single day. I felt like I would get on the field here faster than any any other of my, if you want to call them, bigger offers. So that's what really made me decide to come here. And what about for you, Mason? So same thing pretty much was just like the coaching staff always having that relationship built with me. And like when I came to the school, also seeing the smaller campus, the smaller class size, because that's what I've been used to, like coming from a smaller school. So I feel like I'd really be able to succeed in the classroom as well, as long as on the field. I got you. I got you. So y'all both decided to come here, and so how? What's the biggest difference? Uh, I'll ask Aiden first. What's the biggest difference you can see from last year's team to this year's team? Kind of that culture shift and everything that Coach Young's been trying to do here. I'm not gonna lie. There's like, there's no part of last year's team that carried over to this year's team, like at all. I mean, we're like when we had that game winning drive at Walsh, like that was the that was the turn like that was that was that was slipping over the new chapter right there are we going to be the old K dub or are we going to be the same K- or are we going to be a new K dub are we going to show that everything that we've worked for this offseason is going to pay off and we it's really it really hasn't even been about skill as it has been as much about us staying together and not giving up on the game or putting our head down after a big play and just keeping with it sure, i can see a big difference in that as well Absolutely. um Mason, kind of same question for you. What's some, and you can even talk about the spring as well. I think yeah. all of that was kind of fixed there as well. Just a, a lot of new things that Coach Young did and the coaching staff as well. And I think he really emphasized unity and like like his hat says that he he always yeah culture matters, yeah. So. What's kind of some big things you can see? Yeah, as soon as this year? as soon as last last year was over. Like meetings and stuff, he was implementing the culture that he was wanting to build here, and I feel like we can really see it starting to come into play. Like everyone really buying into what he's saying and what what we're doing here, and just having each other's back. Because like years past, you can see like players, offense, defense, going back and forth or whatnot. But now I feel like we're one unit here now. So we just got to keep the ball rolling and continue to buy into what Coach Young's doing. Keep stacking days I for sure. That, so. We can talk about Ohio Dominican for a little bit. Uh, I'll read off some stats here. Bishop had six tackles with a sack and a tackle for loss. Also, a QB hurry. Jacoby had a good game, five tackles with a forced fumble and a pass breakup. Z had a good game, four tackles and a sack and a tackle for loss. Purdy had five tackles and a pass breakup. KJ Hardesty had six tackles with a QB hurry. I mean, it goes on and on. The defense put on a great show. Uh, Lightfoot uh, and uh, Bryce East both had four tackles. Q High with three tackles. GP with a tackle for loss. I mean, it keeps going on. Like I said, mm-hmm. James Noble, my co-host, who isn't here today, he had a big sack and also a tackle for loss in the game. Josh Williams also had a sack as well. Um, All-around defensive effort. Uh, we allowed 100 passing yards and 140 rushing, only letting them see the end zone once. So I think that was uh, really important for us. Uh, you weren't here last week, Mason, but we talked about kind of how defense had to get back to that. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, the that swarm. Yeah, that's the swarm that we've been wanting. And the past few weeks, we feel like we've been letting the offense down. The offense has been carrying us. Mm-hmm. I think it was great to see the defense come in today and kind of have the offense back. You know, offense yeah. is kind of having an off day, but still, at the end of the day, I don't think the defense ever even questioned that we did. Like, we, we counted on them. We knew whenever we had the ball back and Christian had the ball in his hands and the, the whole offense as a whole was marching that field. It's, it's almost like. I, I don't even question it. We're going to score. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's sure. how everyone on the team is, too. Everyone on the sidelines trying to get a look and everything. And uh, 
man, that was a it was just a great game to see and everything. It was a great game to be a part of. But yeah, I was really proud of the defense for how they stepped up uh, this week. Def- uh, definitely, definitely. I'll ask you about um, the offense. Uh, for going into uh, Finley and everything, kind of, what was y'all's uh, thinking about going? Or my, not, not Finley, my bad. ODU. Uh, ODU, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we knew what they were gonna give us. Well, we thought we knew what they were gonna give us, <laughs> and then it came out and kind of, we thought we were gonna get a lot more man than yeah. we did. But I mean, when you really look at who we are as a team, you can't really play man against yeah, us. Like yeah. you're gonna have to have some elite corners to play man against us. So, yeah. I think our our biggest struggle on offense was at the was, was up front. We um we weren't used to all those twists and stunts and things that they were doing up front. Bob, and number five, what's his name? I don't know his name, but yeah, I know he, he was yeah, yeah he yeah. was in the backfield every single play. So Christian didn't have a whole lot of time back there but I mean like you said even with the three interceptions like I never I never looked at Christian and was like thinking anybody else would be in the game yeah, or thinking yeah. like and I play quarterback like I had faith in Christian the yeah. entire time I, I never really thought that I knew as long as our defense kept stepping up eventually Christian was gonna put the ball in the end zone that's great yeah. to see from y'all I think y'all are like a really tight-knit group in mm. the QB room because I mean really I think we have almost every quarterback we have can play like I've yeah, I just know sure. the amount of talent in that room is crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you got you, I know we got uh, Joey, I know we got Clay. I, I mean, I know there's some of them freshmen too and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think no matter who stepped in, no one would be crushing it. And uh, it was also great to see last game you step in there, uh, kind of get a taste for that feel and everything. Mm-hmm. I saw your Instagram post. I got a taste for it now. I'm hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I understand yeah. that for sure as well, man. So you just keep uh, stacking days as well and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mason, I'll ask you kind of about – the game plan that was for ODU and everything, kind of how the defense came out. What was kind of what were we looking at for this week? Well, or last I, week, my I think Coach Fraze did a really good job of getting us prepared for what they were going to give us, um, and everything that they showed in the game is really what we'd practiced against and saw in the scouts. You know, just uh, run heavy. They had their backup quarterback in, so not too many deep balls, not too many shots, little easy throws, and then they would send the motion so he could see what we were doing and make the easy read. But I think Coach Frey really just did a good job of preparing us and defense also just stepping up to the occasion when the offense needed us to and just being the swarm. The swarm yeah, was, the swarm was back last week. Yeah, I think he did a great job getting us ready as well. Uh, on the offensive side, Cam Sherrard led the game receiving with 42 yards receiving. His brother Kai actually led a game in rushing yards as well. Gordy, I know he he was very instrumental to that game. He had a clutch. Uh, that last drive, he he was either catching it or he was getting flags. You know, marching us down the field. There's a few penalties against him as well, but he had 35 yards receiving. Good game from him. Uh, Dianco had 38 receiving yards as well. And of course, Camden Williams called game. Uh, we just know who, what Man, kind of player awesome. he is and what he does for us. So. That was last week. We got to celebrate for a night, and then this whole week we've been looking at Finley. Uh, this will for sure be our biggest challenge yet so far, I'd say. I mean, mm-hmm. especially in the GMAC. Finley's just one of those teams that's always in the top three, top – I mean, they're always – they're always – they might be top – I don't know, you know what I'm saying. I think they be, won the conference two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're always up there. So, But that's going to be a great game for us to see. We're 3-1, and one and we're not complacent, and we want to prove to some people that we belong here and everything. So – this will be a great game for us. Uh, I'm excited for it. They beat Hillsdale 31 to 21 last game. Uh, they're 3-1 as well. Uh, so that I just I'll say some things I know about them. I know they have a good line. Looking at their offense mm-hmm. and everything, they have, they, this will be one of the most best offensive lines we'll probably see so far. So I know as a D line, we have to really just uh, work our technique and really make sure we stay gap sound because this is a team that loves to run the ball. 
They love their own, you know, insert that uh, back and zone. They have some physical bags. That power, counter, all that kind of thing. That we just have to stay gap sound. We can't get our gaps. I think if we can do that, and I know our D-line will be great. I know our linebackers will flow right. I know our corners will come down and our safeties will come down and make tackles as well. Uh, so we can uh, – Finley's kind of like the same thing as uh, I feel like ODU was, a kind of a heavy run team. Yep. But there's some differences as well. Um, just they just love to run the ball. I think if we can stop the run, uh, we should be in a great position. Um, For sure. And what do you kind of see from their defense this week? Um, they've got some decent corners. Um, as far as the D line goes, I don't think it's going to be what we saw last week. I mm-hmm. think they have a good D line, but I don't think that they have the firepower that ODU has. As yeah, far yeah. as they they were in the backfield last week, like every, one every other play. But yeah. I mean, I think I think we're getting right up front. I think the O line's going to. Have a tall task again, but I don't. Th- I think they're going to step up and they're going to handle it. Um, as far as coverages, I'm not going to get into yeah, too, yeah, too much detail. All the but um, I think that we just based on film, we've picked up some things that we think we know what they're going to do based on our tendencies and mm-hmm. how they're going to mess up with that. And I think that we're going to be able to go up there and execute. And I honestly think we're going to win this game by more than we've won our games in the past. I just yeah. the thing I love about us is I don't think anybody gives. At, oh, yeah, that we're yeah. three and one. I think everybody's just looking forward to the next week because we want to keep this thing going. I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody get too complacent with the whole with the winning thing. I don't I don't think it comes yeah. as a surprise to anybody really, besides maybe the people who weren't a part of the team. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a great thing to see as well. And uh, kind of we have I know we have a really young team as well. We got some young guys. We also have some older guys as well. But I think with us. We're just too ignorant to know that a lot of people think we should lose this game. Like yeah. we really just don't care. We got uh, it says on there we have a four percent chance to win, but that same thing also predicted that we wouldn't win a game all year. And now we're sitting here three and one. I'm not trying. You know, it's early in the season. We're not trying to. You know, we're not happy with that at all. But the same people who said we wouldn't win a game are just giving us a four percent chance. And I think you know, no one, no one cares about them. We're just gonna yeah. work. We're gonna do what we do best. So I'm excited for that game. We'll be traveling up there Saturday. And, uh, yeah, y'all stay tuned for that. We can talk about the rest of the GMAC uh, now. We had uh, Tiffin over Ashland. <laughs> Tiffin over Ashland, 55-30. Uh, to 30. Those are usually kind of the top two teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tiffin beat them by – I don't know how good really Ashland – I know they're good, but um, – Ashland's had a pretty tough schedule to yeah, start. Yeah, they had a tough yeah. schedule, so it's kind we of played Ferris State game one, who's the number one team in Division two, and almost beat them. So, I mean yeah. – Yeah, I mean, it's – They just had a tough a slate. Their, uh, their record says. For sure. We got uh, Thomas Moore, twenty six of ten over Walsh. That's the newcomer who comes in, and he's they've been doing good in the GMAC. I, th- so I think far, that's so. caught some eyes in the GMAC. Them coming in and yeah. winning games right away that definitely made, surprised me. That's definitely a game that I have circled on my calendar. For yeah, sure. that'd mm-hmm. be a great game between us and them. Kind of as we're emerging in the GMAC, doing better, and then they came in and everything as well. So I'm excited for that game uh, later on in the season. Mm-hmm. And we had Northwood six eight to fourteen over Lake Erie. Um, that's just one of those games. So yeah, <laughs> that's just one of those things. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on it, but uh, we can kind of talk about some D1 games or anything. What's y'all's favorite team? Y'all go from kind of you know Tennessee and everything. I'm a, I'm a big Vols guy. Vols guys. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care. I used to I used to like Coastal Carolina just because I yeah. wanted to go to school there. But yeah. I like I did like that school too. I, yeah, I like Tennessee if they're good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, if they're good. Okay. okay. A little bandwagon. I understand. I understand. That. Well, we had Ohio State versus Notre Dame this week. One of the most anticipated games of the year. It did not disappoint. Uh, it was uh, Ohio State won with one second left, 17 to 14, getting into the end zone. That was a great game to see. Uh, I only got to watch the highlights, of course, because we played during that time. Mm-hmm. But it was a great game to see. Both defenses did better than expected. Um, it was a lower scoring game than I thought, but 
in the end, Ohio State won, but also showed Notre Dame was yeah, Notre Dame's definitely there, a so. contender. I actually still. watched the very end of that game at Texas Roadhouse after no, our game, man, so yeah. there was like three minutes left when I walked in there, and the whole the whole restaurant was tuning into the game. Yeah, just look at the TV. Yeah, there was um, Oregon versus Colorado, who J three said he knew that Colorado was going to win. Um, so that that's that's we'll blame that on J three, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we know. Whenever Colorado loses, we can expect a hard practice this week. Coach Young is a Colorado fan. <laughs> Coach Prime guy. I, st- yeah. I still think they're legit, though. I don't. I'm not, no, they are. They, they still are. I mean, that's Oregon. You know what I'm saying? That's I think first. Oregon's going to be consistently good. Yeah. I think they need to come out and have a better showing against USC, though. I don't think they can get I don't blown think they're out. They're going to get blown out by USC yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? And, the, but like, I mean. If but then they, again, I also didn't say last week I didn't think they're going to get blown out. So exactly. every time I say, you know, I'm just not even going to comment. Cause yeah. I, and they have no Travis Hunter again, so. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to helping them as well, just saying that. So, yeah, they uh, they're going to go against USC this week. That'll be a good game to watch as well. See if they can uh, kind of at least do better than they did last week. Um, so you already know. We had Alabama versus Ole Miss, who I thought Ole Miss was actually going to get Alabama this year. I thought this was a year Ole Miss was going to get them. But Lane Ole Kiffin can't get over that Nick Saban no, hump, can't. I don't think. They can't. And uh, it also helped, I think, that Milrow started. Again, yeah. So it was good mm. to see him. I don't. Asked, last week, I think J3 said he thought Miller was hurt. I didn't know if he was hurt or if he just they decided not to play him or what. But he, he did good enough to get them to win and everything. So, um, What's it called? Nick Saban came out and said, because I have a friend that plays quarterback down there, Ty Simpson, who yeah. we played 7-on-7 seven seven yeah, together. Yeah, he was uh, his, his dad coach at UT Martin. Yeah, he's the head coach down there. And uh, they he came out with a thing. Nick Saban – or there was a statement from Nick Saban that said the only reason them two played is because he promised everybody playing time this year. I don't know if that's true or not, but that was a direct quote from him. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had also as well um, Penn State shut out Iowa 31 to zip. We had Utah over US, UCLA 14 to seven in a close game, and LSU escapes with a win against Arkansas 34 to 31. We also had Washington State versus Oregon State, where Washington State pulled off the upset upset 38 to 35. So those are just some good games that happened this week. You um, you a UK guy? No, I'm not a UK guy. That's who do you, who do you like, Louisville. I like I like Louisville. You know, Louisville. It's, it's hard being a Louisville fan in the Bluegrass State as well because dang near everyone is a UK fan. Yeah, they, they I knew I knew you were a Kentucky. I didn't know which one you like. Oh yeah, I, well I have fam I have family in Louisville. You know what I'm saying? And I've just kind of been in Louisville a lot growing up. You know, but it's especially living in a small town in Kentucky. They're like, ah, oh, you're a Cards fan. You know, yeah. Pods and family. Wildcats country out here for yeah, the most yeah. part. They always get mad. I think that'll be a good game this year. Louisville versus UK. I mean, yeah. Louisville's um, doing good this year and everything. And UK is still undefeated. UK is undefeated. Louisville's undefeated. It'll, it'll be a good game for sure. I like the new head coach, uh, Jeff Rome, and everything. So We'll see how good uh, UK is when they f- face Florida this week. So Yeah, yeah. That'll be an interesting game to see for sure. Um, kind of their first test. They've kind of been rolling past teams and everything. So that'll be a good DMC as well. Um what about y'all's uh, NFL teams? Y'all got an NFL team? Or? I'm a Cowboys guy, oh. so unfortunately, took the L to the Cards. See, what? what? What's up with all these Cowboys fans in the middle, like Tennessee? Like you're not. Yeah. You'll find them everywhere. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like what? You'll find them everywhere. Is, it, is your dad? Is your? Oh, uh, so so right. what? What originally happened? Like growing up. I was a Broncos fan because Peyton Manning. Yeah. And then yeah. when Peyton Manning retired. 
I was like, I'm going to find another former Tennessee player and then follow him. So I went to the Cowboys because Jason Witten was still there. Mm-hmm. Jason Witten then retired. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to stick stick with the team. So I've, I've been with the Cowboys since Jason Witten was still there. And, yeah, it's a, it's a tough road to be on. <laughs> it's a tough road. Well, it's always your year. That's the good thing about it. So at the beginning of the season, you can always say it's like your year to win the Super yep. Bowl. And then by the end of the season, you can say fire everyone, you know. So that's kind of shout out, shout out, Preston, fellow Cowboys. Oh, he's a he's a Cowboy fan or tight end. Okay, yep. okay. See, I'm a I'm an Eagles fan. So oh, there yeah. I go. You know, Despising so. the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll be a good game to watch. though. Cowboys versus Eagles. That that'll be a good NFC matchup. What about you? Aiden? You got both my teams are losing. I'm like I mean I was born in Nashville, so I like the Titans. Yeah. Obviously, right yeah. there. But like when I was a kid, I latched onto the Chargers. I still couldn't tell you why, yeah. but I'm still yeah. a Chargers fan. To this day, I like, I like so whoever whoever whoever's doing better that year is who I'm yeah, a fan yeah. of. And this the Chargers just now got their first win versus the Vikings, and the Titans suck. Like we just suck. We're not. We don't look good. Tannehill's not the guy. We Derrick Henry, Loki. We are in rebuild mode. We need to tank and get Caleb Williams. It's re- it's really um it's better than who I had last uh, podcast Bishop on. He didn't even bring up his favorite NFL team, the Bears. I mean they're they're despicable. I mean they're yeah so. It's a good thing you said you're not a Broncos fan anymore. Right? Yeah, Broncos, wow. Yeah, 70, 70, 70 to... points on your head. <laughs> Lord. That was that, – uh, so we can talk about that. Broncos lose a, a close one to Miami, <laughs> right? Uh, they had a chance to um, put up the most points in NFL history with the Decided football. Decided not and, to. Uh, Mike McDaniel's master class needs it right there. So. And then people I, I still – at him. People thought, still were saying he that he was disrespecting the game of football or whatever. Yeah. People are always going to get mad about something. Him, you yeah. know what I'm so. It's kind of a lose-lose there. Yeah. If you we kick talk, it, then... We can talk about your Cowboys as well. Uh, couldn't stop the run against the Cardinals. I didn't... I mean, I thought the Cardinals was one of the worst teams in the NFL, but here yep. they are. Beating one of, I thought one of the best teams the, in the NFL. The best, de- the best defense. Of the, yeah, shout out Josh Dobbs, Tennessee alum. So... Mm-hmm. I, I can't be too upset to see him get his first uh, win as starting QB after being in the league for six years. Goes to the cards and yeah, I was happy to see him. I'm, I'm happy to see him play well and everything. Yeah, I mean, he's really not been doing bad. He played really well against y'all and everything. Yeah. So I think that was just kind of a trap game as well. You know, yeah, one of those games, especially after uh, Trayvon Diggs went down in practice out for the season with yeah, a torn yeah. ACL and. Yeah. Probably didn't help things as well. Uh, the Colts beat the Ravens in overtime 22-19. That's my second favorite team. So, And Lamar's my favorite, you know, Louisville and everything. What happened to Anthony, Anthony Richardson? Is he hurt? Yeah, he had a concussion. Yeah, he's, okay. been, uh, yeah, he's been hurt since last game. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I just turned on the game and saw Minshew in the game. Was, yeah. I don't know. And he, Minshew, uh, I think he played okay. I mean, he played well enough to win, so it's yeah. with the Colts. So. I think that's, yeah, Minshew is like your ideal backup quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say, I love Minshew. I'm yeah. He was backup on the Eagles, too. I loved him going into the league and everything. Yeah. But the Jaguars, yeah, the, the Minshew okay. magic. I'm not going to lie. I mean, T-Law is for sure better, but yeah. with, with what he was working with back before the Jaguars kind of got some of their talent, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't really get the best opportunity, so I mean, I think he's. If I had to choose a backup quarterback, I'd want him because he's. I mean, I think he could start on a few teams as well, man. So and he's sure. just a funny guy. He like rides around in a van and everything. He's, he's the mustache. Oh, he's the one who saves all his money and sleeps on an old mattress, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, I did. He yeah, he, I read that. <laughs> he's funny, but uh, let's let's do uh, NFL way too early MVP votes. If you had a vote right now, who are you vote? To attack my lower. Yep. yep. Without yep. a question, he's a, he's going crazy. It's hard to argue against that when the board is put up. So, and he didn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he didn't even play in the fourth oh, quarter. Man. The they offense were, they looks... weren't even trying to put up that many points. They were trying to give mercy, and they still kept scoring. It was. Uh, and I was thinking at the beginning of the season, Broncos defense was going to be pretty. I mean, usually solid. Good, yeah. You no, know, but that was. Um, 
Despicable. Yes. Dolphins offense looks fire. Yeah, they, they I mean they came out with a chart uh I saw yesterday on like some someone in my Instagram, the top five highest recorded speeds of the season oh, and four God. out of five were Dolphins players. Yes, yeah. And it was three different Dolphins. Yeah, I know. It was I saw that too. It was crazy to see. And yeah. I think uh I was watching some kind of interview, and it was talking about Mike McDaniel's teaching, like, offense and everything. And it was like, well, the best way to have an offense is to do the unconventional. Because so many people teach conventional, and then defensive mm-hmm. coordinators pick up on that. Yeah. I think a bunch about – like, I think about uh, the Dolphins and everything mostly is about getting an open space. It's just not – maybe it's not a conventional route, or maybe it's not a conventional scheme, but it's just trying to get their fast players in open space, and you can see what happens when they do. I mean – if Tyreek Hill touches the ball, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're Tyre- getting a first down. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> try and catch any of those players. It's, it'd be hard to do. So yeah. I think that's what uh, season's so explosive. I can't wait to see what they do the rest of the season as well. I hope they stay healthy as well. I don't want another some injuries another, to yeah. hurt them as well. It'll be interesting to see them play the Niners as well against that that, that defense, you know, everything mm. like that. So uh, I think that's everything we have for this week. It was kind of a shorter episode. I want to thank the guys for coming out here. They appreciate you for having today. us. They came here last second everything. Uh, I appreciate the guys for coming on. Uh, make sure to stay tuned in for next week and everything. And uh, we will see you all later. Have a good week.